Hey guys, how you living? If the answer is not good, you need to fix that. You need to turn that frown the other way around. Be happy. See, listen to me talking about happy, which is something I really am and I am lately. Strange. Okay, so <laughs> in this episode, I rambled for about a half an hour and I talked about some things that uh, me and a couple of buddies talked about over dinner this evening and uh, somehow all of the rambling that I did ended up talking about Bill Cosby, somehow. Um, anyway, the music I suggested this week was the Beatles Revolver, Towns Van Zant Live at the Old Quarter, and Tom Waits Bone Machine. The movies were Pirate Radio, Big Fish, and Lucky Number Slevin. So check that out. Without further ado, here's Merle's on the Stuff, episode 22. Enjoy, folks. All right. Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? Awesome. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I try my best to release episodes on Sunday and Wednesdays, and... Yeah, I've been trying my best to stick to that. So, it's Sunday, so here I am. Um, first off, before I go any further, I want to say I have to redact something that I said, and I realized it after um, a conversation I was having with my buddy Richard. Um, I think I remember saying that Jeff Thomas was my first guest, Technically, and um, Peaches actually was my first guest, so I have to apologize to Peaches. Sorry, buddy. Uh, anywho, that's basically all I needed to say there about that. So, there are a few new things in this podcast world that are that are going on. Uh, I released a little, um, I'm not sure if you checked out the, uh, the little short talk that I did on um, the GoFundMe and the uh, Patreon stuff. But if you did, I'm not going to bore you with with any more information on that. But if you didn't, I'm just quickly going to say uh, we have a GoFundMe page that is linked to the Facebook account, the Merle's on Stuff Facebook, and also my personal Facebook. I've shared it a couple times for some new equipment, and uh, new equipment's actually coming. We're we're getting on the we're we're pretty much getting on that bandwagon pretty quickly here and also patreon which is basically just like a facebook but cleaner which i've already said all this i know sorry for those of you who've, who've heard it already but um but it's it's uh, patreon.com slash merles on stuff check out that site it's pretty cool um but anyway now that i got all that stuff out of the way <laughs> um other new news in the podcast uh, as I mentioned, my buddy Richard um, has been uh, messaging me, and we're talking about doing some collaborations as far as the podcast thing goes, and he wants to interview me, and he has a really good banter, and he also Smitty. Um, Smitty will, will probably be involved in this interview situation as well because uh, he, he comes out. He's a fan of the band. He comes out and sees us often, and... Um, Anywho, you, he'll, 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 he's a listener now. Thank you for listening, Brother Richard. 
I uh, went to Miyabi's a while ago too. Sorry. Uh, man, <laughs> Miyabi's junior, which was like a family reunion in there, which we'll get to that later. Anyway, um, Richard wants to interview me. He, he's very interested in, in, uh, podcasting and has been for a while. So he says, and, uh, he wants to come in and, uh, actually interview me and he, he sent me a link to one of his, uh, his videos and he's got really good banter. He's actually, he's, he's good. He's got a good, good speaking voice and it's going to be really cool to have some, uh, to have some help with, uh, doing this thing and also getting a little, uh, just going down a different road, I think with this podcast thing. So yeah, there's that. Um, so we were talking earlier uh, went, well, said I went to Miyabi's junior and met up with brother Marshall. And then, uh, Kelly, Kelly K was there. I'm not going to use names. Kelly Kearns has actually been on an episode of sunset grill with myself and Blair before. Um, he, he was there and then Skippy and Sydney showed up and it was a big, uh, big, it, it, these names might not mean anything to you, which I'm sure, but it, it was a big inlet family reunion in there for a little while. And we were talking about what I could, what I could cover on this podcast. And I was talking about, um, something that I said with Smitty the other day about how I, how I just love so much more now to read and learn and educate myself on things so much more than I did when I was in, actually in school. And, um, I just, I wonder how much different my life would be if I would have actually cared more about these things. Then like these days I'll sit here and I'll watch hours of documentaries on, uh, the, Civil War or America in the 60s or any of this stuff. And I would have not dreamt of doing anything like that when I was in school because all I wanted to do was play guitar and learn music. So I wonder how much different my life would be if instead of uh, instead of getting so on fire about music, then if I would have maybe buckled down a little bit more in school, if... Uh, I would never be in this situation that I'm in right now doing these podcasts. I'm very stoked, however, with, with how things turned out. I, there was a certain amount of lessons I had to learn in my life that I couldn't have learned another way by doing things the way that I did it. And I, I, I have very few regrets I do have, but that's beside the point. I wonder what, what the difference would be in the, uh, the quality of life maybe. I'm actually glad that I'm learning most of these things now that I didn't learn as a kid because I feel like if I didn't have that, that seems like a normal thing to me, you know, like learning and educating yourself seems like a, such a normal thing. And I don't feel like I have very many normal things in my life, you know, like, uh, like things that everyday people do. Uh, I don't have many of those things in my life. And, uh, I think it's kind of interesting now that I feel the need to have that sort of, uh, that sort of normalcy is what I'm going to call it, uh, in my life, which is really, really, really weird. Isn't it? I just heard myself say that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, so 
Speaking of talking about music, I don't ever talk about music in the podcast, but I'm going to start doing that more often because it's something that I can go on and on and on about and hopefully not bore people too much because uh, speaking of education and just spreading information, I kind of like to spread information in case you haven't noticed. It's sort of a thing I enjoy, share information, and uh, I have a lot of information about music that I'm definitely going to be sharing soon. So. Anyway, um, going back to where I was at, Miyabi's, with, uh, with, with uh, Marshall and Kelly, and we were talking about, this is a weird subject, and I'm sorry, I know I have family that listens to this, and it'll probably be a very weird subject for him to listen to, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. So, uh, it's no secret to a listener that I've, I've been sober and off the alcohol for a, 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 quite a while. And, uh, it's very weird, this whole, like, for lack of a better term, hooking up thing for a sober person. See, and, and I'll say that because in my opinion, a drunk girl can never properly consent. Am I right? And I need, I need, uh, ladies input on this because I really want to know. I'm curious. Can a, can a drunk girl like properly consent and like, it just feels like this whole, like if a sober guy and a really drunk girl, like that just feels, feels shysty to me. That, that doesn't exactly not quite as bad, but that feels very Bill Cosby to me. And I don't, I don't like that thought. And like, I, I just, I don't know. I have sisters and cousins and just I have you know just family and friends who I'm like man if I would hate for somebody to take advantage of them in a situation like that so I mean I would never even think about putting another person in that situation so I'm like but but is there is there a point where I'm like killing the vibe the whole time is this okay or or you know I mean where 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 do I stand on that I don't know those crazy thoughts, but uh, it, it, it came out at, at dinner, so I figured I would share this, uh, these these things that I was saying, man. I'm just like, with all the things that are going on now, and I've sort of been, uh, and we have conversations in the uh, in the truck on, on the way to and from gigs, and uh, this the, this thing has come up a lot f- with me. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just not taking the chance of of putting somebody in a situation that they may not want to be in, in in a clear mind. You know what I mean? And I know that might sound crazy, but that's just how I feel. And uh, <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's it's a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird feeling. To I don't know. It feels slimy to me. You know, it just feels dirty. It feels very Bill Bill Cosby. And I don't, I don't know. I don't like that thought. So that talking about these random things and I'm, I'm sitting here like, I don't want to kill the vibe with what may be going on with the whole, like, is this okay? Or, or, uh, are you okay with this the whole time? And I, I wouldn't even, I don't even care if the vibe gets killed because I'm asking these questions because I would rather it be known that I ask these questions than not. You know what I mean? 
Does that make me crazy? Ladies, does that make me crazy? Am I, am I, am I, am I weird with that? Maybe, uh, who, who knows? I'm seriously asking. I want to know. So, um, yeah, is it possible to be too careful? Is, am I, am I, am I overthinking this situation? Please, once again, let me know. So, uh, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of weird situations, so this Bill Cosby thing, so apparently, you know what? I want to, I want to actually get this right. Cause, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to get this right. I'm going to look this up. So Bill Cosby obviously sentenced and his wife, Camille, Bill Cosby's wife, supporting him. So Bill Cosby's wife is supporting him. And, uh, wow. The sun.co.uk. Who is Camille Cosby? Are you serious? Have you never seen Bill Cosby himself? I thought that was like, uh, you know, a thing. All right. (laughs) So Bill Cosby's wife, Camille, who, if you've ever, like I just said, if you, if you never watched Bill Cosby himself, um, I will say, and I feel bad saying this now because of everything that's gone on, but Bill Cosby himself is one of the greatest standups of all time. And, and I'm not in any way supporting, uh, supporting Bill Cosby at all in what, because whatever, what he's accused of is awful. And don't don't mishear or misunderstand anything I'm saying as support for him because it's not. But Bill Cosby himself, any comic will tell you that that is just top notch. He says like three curse words in the entire gig, and that is unheard of in comedy. The or any any throughout I mean history at all. Basically, it's very very rare do you get a clean comic. And Bill Cosby was that. And uh, Norm MacDonald said, uh, I'm sorry, I have to tell this joke. This is weird. So uh, Norm MacDonald said that he heard a friend of his that was like, you know what the worst part about this whole thing is? And Norm's like, what? And the guy's like, man, the the hypocrisy. And Norm's like, nah, man, I think it's the raping, which is, it's it's it, it's true. Like, that's the worst part about this whole thing. But Bill Cosby himself was, when I was growing up, like I, I could, I could recite the entire thing from beginning to finish. I mean, it was, I, I could do all the bits. Like it was, I, mean, I don't know. I was, I was sort of obsessed with it. And Bill Cosby was a hero of mine. I have Bill Cosby stand up vinyls and I hate that this situation has occurred. I hate that he he put all these people in this situation, including me. I hate that he put all of his fans and pretty much the entire world in this situation. It's like, I mean, Dave Chappelle said, it's like if chocolate ice cream raped a bunch of people, like, man, that sucks. I love chocolate ice cream. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, I, I can't find the exact, um, the exact article. Um, but I want to get this the the words that she said right. 
Um, I'll, I'll I'll have to look up this and and find it later. This is just all like court dialogue and such. But basically what his wife said was she stepped out and supported him and talked about how good of a man that he was and how everybody was just um and everybody was just just dragging his name through the mud and it that they were wrong I don't know that he was wrongfully accused and just all kinds of all kinds of different things and she called it mob justice. Um, I actually think I got a good article here. The overall media with their frenzied, relentless. Uh, hold on a second. Well, I thought I had it here. Oh, well. She basically called, blamed all this on the media, uh, or blamed this whole situation on the media, that it was the media's fault with their uh, relentless whatever, and their uh, not allowing, or not allowing the other side of the story to come out, or whatever it may be that she thinks is going on. I don't know, but she's one hundred percent defending her husband, and I just think that that is very strange given the situation, but it's a different time, man, than it was then. I don't know if maybe then, uh, it, you know, the whole Patsy Klein stand by your man, recycle your plastics. If, um, that whole era is, is part of what that's part of what that's going through. But I don't know, but it's, a. Uh, I can't believe that Bill Cosby did all that shit. I just, I mean, obviously, with all of these different people that came out, he actually did these things, and that's terrible. I just, fuck, man. I cannot believe that. That meme that goes around Facebook all the time is uh, a picture of Bill Cosby and a picture of Ice Cube, and it said, which of these would you would you expect to be the family man, and which of these would you expect to be locked up? And uh, it's just... It's true. Like it's very, I don't know, very odd. Like Bill Cosby was the, was the, um, I mean, outside of the, I don't know. He was the, the image that you, I mean, I mean, a, a respectable image of a dude all until prior to this stuff coming out. Literally. I mean, can you think of a more family oriented person? Like he talked about his, his whole, his whole act was him talking about his family and his wife and his kids like you can watch, like I'm gonna reference it again. Bill Cosby himself, you can watch this thing, and you feel like you know the family. You know he he literally describes them like that, and you you just don't expect to hear somebody. You just don't know what fucking what a world what a world we're in right now. <sighs> you never know you never know who somebody is, do you? But either way, people are woke. These people like this speaking out on the speaking out on this shit. Like you usually you would never get that, man. I guess people aren't as much of a, a sheep nation as most people in my most people that I know. And we talk about feel like most people in a nation are just sheep following along, doing whatever everybody else around them is doing. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not the case. 
maybe people are actually waking up and seeing that, you know, this doesn't, if you don't like what's going on in this situation you're in, you can change it rather than just going along with it like everybody else does. Hmm. You know, I, I, I used to think, and I feel like maybe I kind of, I, I talk about it a lot, but I just feel that the world is doomed. The people of the world are doomed because all of this crazy shit that's going on all the time is caused by all these crazy people. But then there are actually people now who are actually standing up for what they believe in and are actually giving a shit for lack of a better term. And some of that of course is, is fake. These people standing up for what they, you know, believe in. A lot of people are standing up for what they believe in, but I believe that a lot more people are standing up so that they can be seen standing next to all of these people. And I'm not sure of the percentage of the people who are actually legit believing in whatever they're, uh, they're standing up for or even understand what they're standing up for. Um, but there are a few who actually do. And I don't, I mean, I say a few, like maybe, I don't know. There's a, there's definitely got to be a handful that, that definitely believe and know what they're believing in. I don't, I don't know if I've confused you with that or if you're still with me at all, but either way. Um, so is the world as doomed as I thought? Or are we gonna are we gonna have another revolution? This seems very sixties to me. Like all of the things that I've learned and heard about the sixties, this seems very that to me. Like very much uh Gil Scott Heron, you know, like you will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to turn in, cop out, or turn on, or drop in and well, clock out, because the revolution will not be televised, which is one hundred percent accurate. If there has ever been a proverbial nail that was hit on the head, it was in those words. The revolution will not be televised. You look at everything on TV and on both of these news stations, and one of the things that Brother Richard I was talking about earlier uh, commented that uh, we had a similar belief system on is that the alt-right and the alt left and I, or hard right and the hard left, the extremes of both sides of the political spectrum or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, they're the same thing. Basically they're, they're, they're just so on fire about what their side represents that they don't care what that actually means. If that makes any sense. And, uh, we were, we were, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be one of the main speaking points when we discuss things, but I, I and I sort of lost, I should, shouldn't have gone down that road cause I kind of lost track of where I was, but basically what I'm saying is I wonder if maybe this next generation, uh, Oh, revolution not being televised, all like these are right, so the Fox News and the CNNs of the world are basically the same thing, except they're they're showing you different sides of the same coin, and it's it, it and rarely ever even are both of them right. 
You know, usually, I mean, if you got three different things, Joe Rogan said this, and I've quoted a lot of people in this one, and I'm not trying to do that, but if you got three different news stations telling you the same or speaking on the same subject, telling you three different stories, somebody's fucking lying. Recycle. Somebody's fucking lying. So, like, all of these, all of these groups of people, these large groups of people who will swear by this small niche of type of the type of information that you like to obtain daily. And I say that instead of news, because is it really news? No, it's just information that is, that you're obtaining daily for that group of folks. I feel ultimately sorry, but I don't know. I, I just, I wish that more people were woke like actually believing in this shit that they're standing up for rather than just blindly standing up because they want to be seen standing up. That's what most people are doing now. They just do all this bullshit for attention. Recycle. But I'm bouncing all around. I'm bouncing all around today. Um, I don't think that's a bad issue though. Cause this is how this is how I think, and that's basically why I wanted to do this podcast to, to, to sort of uh, show how the inside of my head works, so that I can actually go back and look at it and see how much of a psycho I am. Am I one of those? Let me know, please. <laughs> but anyway, um, didn't really have a whole lot to cover today. Uh, did want to did want to talk about just just how kind of the little small changes. Like for instance, if I would have maybe gotten the bug to learn things or do whatever, instead of playing my guitar, I wonder if life would have turned out different. Or I wonder if I would be a better musician now, if maybe I didn't read, uh, so many weird things or try to try to educate myself on odd situations like uh how the family lineage works in bumblebees <laughs> which is really fucking odd and I'm not going to try to explain it because I would fail um in the attempt but I I wonder if maybe if I spent the time actually practicing instruments or music or or writing more maybe hmm thoughts are funny where do thoughts come from? They just appear. What was that from? I don't know. Either way, I'm not going to bore you guys anymore. Uh, this is a super short, uh, uh, super, super short. These like, I don't know. Got a, uh, didn't have a whole lot to talk about. So shoot the super short episode. My mouth just said, what the fuck did you say? Shout out to Robin Williams. 2000 live on Broadway recycle. So I guess in closing, realizing that the world is maybe not as doomed as I thought it was brings me happiness. And I sort of think that a lot of random things that normally would not bring me happiness have been bringing me happiness lately. 
I wonder if that has anything to do with that new Libra moon that we got a, about a month or two ago. Can't be, right? Yeah, can't be. Yeah, you're right. So, um, I'm, I don't know. Just realizing that maybe the world's not as fucked as I thought it was is actually bringing me happiness. Things are bringing me happiness that I normally wouldn't gain happiness from, and that's actually, I don't know. It's going back to that whole seasonal depression thing that we talked about a, 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 a few episodes back. It's actually feeling the absence of that is a, is a strange feeling, if that makes any sense. Like you almost rely on that angst and that anxiety and that weird clammy feeling of, you know, like a sticky soul almost, if that makes any sense. And just you get used to that and you lean on that. And then when it's gone and you don't need to lean on it anymore, you realize you can actually, I guess, emotionally or mentally stand up. Wow. Where did that come from? <sighs> All right. <laughs> that, that probably means it's my time to sign off. All right. So for music and movies this week, I actually have movies, not just TV shows. Um, for music this week, or episode rather, um, everybody always talks about the Beatles, Abbey Road, and Sgt. Peppers, and Yellow Submarine, Magical Mystery Tour, and all this stuff. I want you to listen to the Beatles' Revolver. It's my favorite Beatles album, and my, the Beatles are my favorite band. It's my favorite Beatles album, Revolver. Towns Van Zandt, Live at the Old Quarter. And that's a long, long album. And uh, that's for songwriters or anybody who's interested in songwriters or songwriting. Uh, that album is a clinic on how to on how to write a song and how to and how to perform these songs. So uh, this next one is weird, but I want you to listen to it. Tom Waits, Bone Machine. There are a bunch of Tom Waits albums, and they're all. Uh, they're all great. I don't think there's ever been a bad Tom Waits album. I could argue, be argued with this, but why? Um, Bone Machine, particularly a song called Earth Died Screaming. Crazy, isn't it? Weird. Sorry, don't judge me. Um, all right, and for your movies, Pirate Radio. I'm sure all of this is on Amazon Prime for rent or... or However, maybe maybe for uh, Prime Stream, Pirate Radio, great movie about uh, rock and roll radio in in um, the '60s. I think the '60s, maybe the uh, probably the '60s outside of uh, uh, British. Like they pretty much took a boat out in the middle of the water outside of. Uh, British jurisdiction basically so they could broadcast rock and roll to, to mainland which wasn't allowed back then so Pirate Radio check that out Big Fish which is a great great story um, you could say it's about a lot of things but I think it's about the relationship between a father and a son watch Big Fish fantastic movie and Another awesome movie that I don't know if you've ever heard of that has an all-star cast and a great storyline, 
Lucky Number Slevin, which is definitely on Netflix. I'm actually pretty pro- pretty positive. It, I'm pretty positive it's on Netflix. I would say about 99% there. But Lucky Number Slevin, awesome movie. All I'm going to tell you about that, Kansas City Shuffle. Watch that movie to find out what that means. But by all means, please watch that movie. It's so fucking good. All right, so The Beatles Revolver, Towns Van Zandt, Live at the Old Quarter, Tom Waits, Bone Machine, Pirate Radio, Big Fish, and Lucky Number Slevin. Listen to the first three, watch the last three. Um, yeah, so Brother Richard uh, Squires is going to be coming on to interview myself and possibly Smitty as well. Um, and also talking about... Um, like equipment wise we're going to be stepping up the game on this this coming week so you will actually be able to see where uh, where those donations have gone within a couple of days and that's that alright folks appreciate you listening to this bullshit but we'll catch you on the flip side alright cool you have a good time out there okay be safe out there on the streets and roads traffic's a nightmare okay be careful guys all right we'll see you now take care okay